Hello, bonjour, hola, hola, amigos, hola, amigos. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a fresh perspective on business. Bienvenido. Bienvenido. Bienvenidos. Welcome. Bienvenido. You have not landed on a foreign podcast <laughs> as much as you. We you are enjoying our. Well, multi- maybe they have a bit of Spanish. We're foreign out Bilingual Spanish and French. We spoke then. You spoke. Let's <laughs> try to bring you in. <laughs> but yeah, if you are not English, you are. We are foreign to you. So it could be. It is a foreign. We are a foreign podcast. Wow, we are Two. some people. Oh my goodness. Wow. wow. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> it doesn't take much, you know. <laughs> this is a fresh perspective on business. Oh my God. Podcast. We have a business called Fresh Perspective. I don't know how it's still going Me based either. on. <laughs> Which is a fresh perspective on recruitment. Yes. Run by two nutcases, me, Laura, and her, Emily <laughs> Leyland. <laughs> oh, that makes me think, what is that she, he, he, her thing on LinkedIn? Oh no. What Why is are it? are talking about this now and we don't know what it is? <laughs> oh I, no, I hope it's not a feminist thing and I don't no, know. I'm not, What's going on with my microphone? It's moving away from me. I'm chasing it. Um, I thought it might be something to do with like what pronouns people like to be known by. Is it he or is it he oh, and him, because she of... and her, or they and them? Right. Is this like a, like with to do with gender and stuff like well, that? Like, just so it's really fluid. That's and... what I think it is. But I don't actually know if it's anything to do with what's been going on recently with the um, the whole like female thing about the awful stuff that's been happening in the yeah. news and how people don't feel safe. I don't know if it's anything to do with that because that's. It just seems to have come about now. I have noticed I've only, it. Yeah, I've noticed it a couple of times. I've only like noticed it on maybe three or four profiles. And just to let you know, me and Laura are not thick. We're not stupid at all. But <laughs> over the last year, maybe we Maybe around took, the waist at Christmas. Yes, but that's it. We're not. We are intelligent beings, but don't test us. So we, we, we've made a decision probably about six months ago to step back from the news because it was really, really affecting our mental health. And we were, we've... we've Ran a business through lockdown. We haven't furloughed anyone. We've actually we've grown our team. We've done we're really really well. Successful. We yeah we, we've been really really successful and we've worked our absolute boobs off. And so we had to take a step back from the media to protect ourselves and allow us to kind of go further. So we don't necessarily know that much about what's going on outside of our bubble, which it is you could argue it's ignorant. Yeah, but we but, see stuff and then we go and look into it to make sure yeah. we almost pick and choose what stuff we learn about rather than just being bombarded yeah. by negative information that would depress the shiz out of us. Yeah, which I think is is is, is a good thing because we were just like we remember are when in control, babe. Yeah. But you remember when I was doing I was I was I was donating to animal rescue uh, charities and stuff like that and but then because I was donating, I was basically just like like you said, bombarded with images, videos of the dog meat festival, of obviously animals who've been found in dreadful situations. Honestly, I was so depressed. It was awful. And then I had to stop, I had to literally stop donating because I don't know how to donate. And then your phone doesn't remember all this crap. Oh, and it shows you stuff. Cookies yeah. are supposed to be nice. No, they're not. Not in this they're situation. Not at all. No, no. Chocolate so, chip ones, maybe. Yeah. So we. So I'm. I'm pleased with the decision, uh, but we are kind of ostrichy, aren't we? A little bit at the yeah, moment. Yeah, but we just put our head out when we want to. Yeah. Rather than just being there all the time and having stuff thrown at us. Yeah, definitely. Like I never watch the news at ten. It may as well be called depression at ten. I know news at ten, so you can't sleep. Yeah, just before you go to bed, guys. Here's a lot of crap that's happening everywhere. The last time I watched the news, hippos were stuck 
in like this mud and couldn't get out and it stayed on them for ages. Honestly, I just burst out into tears and Tom was like, oh my God, what is going on? And I was just sobbing. I was like, yeah, no, please. Literally, they were like, this is what the, the effects of climate change. I was like, I know, I know a right. lot about climate change, but I just couldn't, I can't handle it. Talk to me about it and, and that's fine. I think this is why I like audio books. Because I'm listening to like a, a book about murder and stuff like that. It's like set like a long, long time ago in the 1800s. And they were talking about boiling cats, this awful murderer, which is horrendous. But if oh I... God. I know, it was I mean, awful. I'm not a lover of cats, but I would never boil one. No, it was it was awful. A bit like 101 Dalmatians, so they could use the furries. So it's quite a comical thing, but obviously it's awful. Whereas if I'd watched that, oh, I would be in a really bad way. Yeah. We're definitely visual learners. Yeah, definitely. So listening to it isn't too bad, but God, oh, I can't, no. Can't watch stuff. It freaks me out too much. Yeah, but I feel like the news could be a blend. Please, oh, yeah. please, please, can it be a blend of like the serious hard hitting stuff that we need to know? But can we have some positive news in there as well? Like regional news. Yeah, we have like you know Deirdre's bit like the biggest cake in the village or something like that. But national news, we must have positive national mm. news that we can share. I like this point, but. Oh no. See, do you remember ages ago when we were in, at the beginning of lockdown and we were sharing all the positive stuff that were happening to Fresh because mm. we thought, what is the point in getting embroiled in the already massive amounts of negativity? And people were like, stop sharing positive news. Think of all the people that are in a bad situation, which, yeah, I've, I, we totally understand that and empathise and that's really bad. But should you, if we all just shared negative news, but maybe when they're coming up with a news programme, people get pissed off with positive news if they're in a negative situation. Maybe there's an actual reason as to why. Because when someone wins the lottery, everyone's like, oh my God, they've won the lottery and I have not. Do you know what I mean? They're not happy for that person. By only sharing negative news and not everyone wants it, that's the same problem. So that's why it should be a blend. I think we should need to write in. Yeah, because we we need our own show. Oh, Yeah. Aaron. Fresh perspective on news. If we read the news, people would be educated, but they'd come away smiling. Oh, they would. Fresh perspective on news. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. What? That'll be um, coming in your ears in a year's time. It takes us quite a while to get these ideas <laughs> off the ground. We are very busy people. Oh, we are we very are. busy. So uh, what number is this? This is number 39. Episode 39. Oh, my goodness. Do the Wait, Spanish so honour. 39. 39. Was that good? Very good. Pronunciation. Perfecto. Very good. I can't actually believe we're 39 episodes in. Well, I can, because I've been doing it a while. <laughs> but it's magical, though, Is isn't nine, it? Are we at nine months? We are about to give birth <laughs> to God. our podcast baby. <laughs> wow, you're so lucky. And, and because we're at that point, you need to follow our podcast. Yeah, follow the baby podcast. We appreciate it. We really appreciate your support. If you're new, listener, follow us and come back. And if you're a regular, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey, y'all. So this episode is about... Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. There you go. Okay. I don't know that bit. We were going out in Liverpool when I had a really white face and you were old enough to drink. When that song came out. Is that the shake it like a Polaroid, Polaroid picture? picture. Come that on, one. shake it. Shake um, it, shake it. Oh, oh. Shake it back up. Back up. <laughs> and you entered me into a good ass competition in Walkabout in Liverpool. And I didn't Did win I? it. And then I was really upset and we went home. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I've not worn the right underwear for this. <laughs> oh my God, I don't remember that. Yeah. I mean, you literally could see my arse anyway. And I tried to wear as little as possible. I don't know why. I was 16 going out in Liverpool. Laura was at Liverpool Uni, so I would go up and stay there at the weekends. She would, when I don't she even worked... think you were 16. Oh, that is really was, bad, isn't it? When I was 
2021. That was the year I lived in Barcelona. So I might have only been 19. Were you 15? This is gross. I mean, it was only like, you know, 10 years ago. And I knew what fake tan was, like the instant fake tan. And so I had a really brown body, but I didn't know what bronzer was on my face. No, we really oh loved my concealer. goodness. I just really remember dancing to Jamelia and Steve yeah. like, ew, yeah. ew, ew, ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I thought I was so bad. <laughs> It was so funny. Oh We've God. got some pictures because I remember me once telling someone about my white face and they were like, shut up, you didn't have a white face. And then I found a picture and they were like, yeah, oh brown my. Yeah, white faces, yeah. really, really short skirts and see-through shirts with colourful brows yeah. on. An extreme smoky eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I know. We were hacked. hacked. We were hacked. Hot stuff. I look like a total oh god, like a ghost. yeah. But I looked awful and but a lot older than what I was. But I was so scared of boys. It's so funny. But that yeah. is a failure. That was a failure. <laughs> that brings on to our first. <laughs> <laughs> that was our first failure in Epic life. Fail. Yeah, definitely. Not not well, I, I bronzer. I blame my own mother for not <laughs> telling us about bronzer. I mean, who I else are we supposed to get this information? On? I know Carol Leyland. If you're listening, which you better act be. Because <laughs> we had the white face with blushes, so we just look like pot dolls. God, this is awful. We need to have children and tell them about bronzer. Oh, my God. We'll be born and put him on. Quick, oh. <laughs> <laughs> boy, put you on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. We would not do that. But, yeah, this is all about failure. So... We talk about failure quite a bit at Fresh because when you're in recruitment, you do fail a lot. So you would fail at getting, <laughs> you fail at finding a not candidate. Just all recruiters. Yeah, but you do. You would fail at finding a candidate. You would fail at uh, not successfully headhunting in a certain time. You miss deadlines all the time. You might fail getting positive CV feedback, getting an interview, getting an offer. Your candidate not accepting your offer. Like these are just about the process itself. Your you candidate accepting the offer, then deciding they want to go backpacking around Thailand. Yeah, accepting a counter offer. Literally, the failure is it's, it's big, isn't it? it is you high. fail all the time. Yeah, definitely. And then Why you fail to hit it? your targets. I don't know. This, we, I had this conversation with Tom at the weekend. <laughs> and he was like, I was telling him all about this. And he's like, wow, is this why you're really stressed all the time? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh. And then I thought, oh, shit. I mean, wrong job. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. You're not going anywhere. Too long in the bloody tooth. <laughs> but we are resilient. We must like it as well. Yeah. <laughs> we like to fail. We like challenges. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But prevailing. I think it's fine to fail if you have a reason as to why you failed. And, and this you is our. Yeah, so like if obviously one of our team has failed at something, then we, then we will we'll kick them. Yeah, we'll kick them first and then we'll tell them Throw why. Throw them out the window. <laughs> and you can go and fail somewhere else. Let's sit outside and think about what you've just done. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is when it comes down to working with clients and stuff like that, you are at the mercy of them giving you good enough feedback so that you can do better next time in whatever capacity that is. And when they don't, that's when the failure becomes really hard. So I've got a role on at the moment that I'm doing because we're back on the tools again because we're really busy. <laughs> and I can't get this person to the client to interview any of the candidates that I've got so I'm literally failing every single time <laughs> but and I, and I kind of know why but I kind of don't know why as well and so it's just a situation where I'm like oh my god I don't know what to do because it's so hard just to because at least if the client spoke to someone then we could start to develop and get a better picture of what they might want but without that we're just literally looking at words on a piece of paper oh. and you can't really conjure up an image of someone just purely based oh on that oh my god can you? I have a similar situation 
I cannot get the client on the phone. I don't know what happened. I think I feel like I failed at the relationship because it used to be good and now they won't speak to us. And I know it's because they're busy, but they keep rejecting candidates. And even though it, to us, the candidates have got everything that they said they wanted to, then they come up with a new reason as to why they don't like this candidate. New reasons. And I'm like, what? So I'm failing at finding people for this job, but I feel like I don't even know what it is anymore. They won't speak to me on the phone. I'm like, oh, And no. that's the worst kind of failure when can't you don't know why it. you're failing so you because can't you can't learn, learn from it. You can't it. learn from it. Yeah. So you, then you can't get better. So you keep failing. And it's awful. Obviously, everybody knows why everyone's so scared of failure is because it feels horrible yeah it's negative it's painful it's uncomfortable people judge you people get mad sometimes if they know what the failure is it's not a nice place to be which is why we all want to avoid it we all want to hide it and we don't want to be honest about it because bad things have sometimes happen when you fail but failure is positive in a way because it means you can grow you can develop and you can learn and move forward but only if you understand why, why you failed, you failed. Yeah. and then you can learn from it because if you can't understand why you failed how are you ever going to get better i do not know i do not know it's a really what you've just said makes so much sense but why do other people not know this <laughs> well what they need to do is listen to this podcast yeah <laughs> it is mad though isn't it like where we're processing it for because obviously we run a bit we run a recruitment business and it's really different so we don't operate like an agency which you probably know what an agency does they'll sit outside organizations charge percentage fees and and obviously send cvs to several clients we don't work like that. We almost become your internal recruiter for a piece of work or on a long-term project, whatever. So within that, we kind of obviously work with you guys to really figure out what's going on and why you need it. And then once you've actually come on board with us, once you've got through the sales process, if you will, you become in the delivery process then and you would start working with the delivery team. But before you start working with the delivery team, our part of our process and meet the team call like I saw a last point of contact double check the information see that we're all on the same page before we get cracking and the amount of clients who we tell during the sales process and it gets that we point like, what, is, what is the point in this what is the point and it's like oh my goodness because then if we suddenly start sending you people in a week's time you're like no 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 we don't know why we don't know why at that point we're at least if we had that extra touch point how many projects have gone wrong because we've kind of rolled over and said we don't need to do that meet the team even though it's so important that we double check the information but i think if this is not a new thing so we used to work for an it consultancy in manchester and obviously this i mean we kind of spanned in sat in between sales and delivery because we were the internal recruiters so we would find them find people for all the teams and you can see when something came in from sales and they almost a delivery used to say they used to chuck it over the fence wash the rounds of it and the sales yeah. are off so they've done their job they've sold this dream this vision to the client sometimes it actually wasn't technically possible which used to annoy <laughs> delivery but what happened in the middle was delivery wouldn't just pick up this sale from sales because they understood that the sales people wanted to get it over the line so it might not be it might not be achievable and they need to speak to customers so they always used to have i don't know what they called it whether what it's did a they call yeah, or anything like right. that they'd have they, it would they'd have something at the beginning of the project to in, introduce the team mm. meet the customer talk about the requirements talk about what was sold and then if it wasn't possible go look this isn't actually possible however to achieve what you want to achieve we can do it this way instead yeah. and so and and like we, when we start with an accountant 
we don't just you don't just email them and speak to whoever's brought you on board and then that's it they just start working for you there's a transition period you've got to get your accounts from your old accountant over you've got to tell them your end of what your year is and give them information so they can do their job and start properly. to build a relationship with the people yeah. who are going to deliver for thing, you it's not done in recruitment so it's new for recruitment yeah. usually people are like well I sent you the job spec we've signed terms why have you not sent me any people why have you not started and it's like well we aren't an agency so we do it differently we do the discovery call we get we analyze we get the fact finds we do get the information so we can deliver a kick-ass service yeah but the amount of people recently i don't know if it's because lockdown starting to just piss people off yeah and and less, people are losing yeah, less patience tolerance yeah. patience niceness people are, you can really start to see the crack showing so i'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt but more so than ever before people have gone what's this what's mm. the point to this i'm like are you joking i know and some of these people I'm like well when you're onboarding a client yeah, what do you do? What do you do when you're onboarding a candidate? You don't just get them in and not talk no. to them. You have a, you have an induction, whatever it is, discovery, uh, project kickoff call, induction, onboarding process, whatever it is, it's the beginning of something, um, and it's called different things in different situations. But maybe we need to call it something different. Because when you were talking about that, when we used to work at Eden House, like that makes perfect sense. I was like, oh my goodness, yes. So it's like maybe we're not maybe because we used to call it project kickoff. And then it sounded a little bit aggressive to some people, so we changed it to meet the team because it is meet the team. Well, I still call it. But then, do we need call. to call it double checking of all the information that's been given so far before we transfer it over to delivery? It's like, yeah. does it need to be called I, something else? I tell them at the back end of the sales process when they've this agreed the proposal and they're wanting to go ahead. I say, right, next step is signing terms. Once that's done. That you have a project kickoff call with the team, and then I always explain that some stuff will be duplicated. So. Don't worry, it's not, we just make sure that nothing is lost in mm. translation. Yeah, because I think one of the biggest issues with recruitment is it's it's a bit like shopping, isn't it? So you've got an ideal in your head of what you think is right for you. So say if you're going to an awards night and you've got, you've got oh, I really want to put this dress on, but this dress doesn't exist. But you've got in your head, you've got this like one shoulder, slinky blue thing. <laughs> And you're like, and you're right, like this is this is what I'm gonna I'm gonna put you put these shoes on and wear this bag. I'm gonna do this in my hair and all this crap. And, you can never find and then it. you you can never find it. Or when you do find it, it doesn't suit you. And you're like, oh, this is really shit. I need to plan B. And it's a bit like with recruitment. People are like, right, I want them to do this and I want them to do that and that and that's that. And then we'll be like, right, okay. And then we will go and research how long we think it'll take to fulfill that obligation to you guys based on the information that you've given us now what happens along the way is that people are like, well it'd be nice to have a bit of this and it'd be nice to have a bit of that and a bit of the other and i will not accept anyone who doesn't have this and that and that. and then you're like oh my goodness this has become like significantly harder and what we <gasps> mean by harder is that there are less people out there that can do this job for you so it will obviously take us much longer and what you're forgetting is that we've priced this up based on what you wanted originally and that's fine that there's some flexibility but you've got to work with with us yeah that's when we lose people's oh interest God, like yeah. oh no you're shit now because you can't find me and that we someone failed. who's got all of it yes yeah. and it's like no you failed you failed <laughs> and it's okay that you fail but let's fix it give yeah. us the information let's have a chat this is why we do the discovery call whatever you want to call it this is why yeah so someone will fail throughout the process but you've got to catch it you've got to stop it you'll need to learn from it and and, and then realign and get going and when you were talking then it reminded me of goldilocks is it goldilocks and yes. the three bears she when doesn't like any of the porridge yeah, yeah, she's a wanker. 
<laughs> God's sake, Goldilocks. So don't be Goldilocks. Don't be Goldilocks. No, don't. sometimes porridge won't taste the same as it did the day before because you might not put the same... Oh, qua- but if it's consist- takeaway, it'll taste better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it's having that partner where it's all, thing, it's all right when things go wrong because if things go, didn't go wrong, you wouldn't be able to make it better next time. And this is why I talk about... When we talk about failure, I talk about inventions. So think of all the inventions that you use on a daily basis. The light bulb, literally things like that anything that you can think of that you use they had to fail god knows how many times before it was successful and if they did it they wouldn't have known how it would operate in a in a good successful way yeah we think of like people like jk rowling she failed so many times until she started to and then she just dropped her first name she thought well i need to change something (laughs) she's a woman yeah i'll learn from the situation do something different and it's obviously paid dividends for her and now she can just shove so many middle fingers up at the 12 it was 12 and what do you call it? Publi- Publishers. Publishers. He yeah. said no to her because, well, pretty much, whether she was a woman or not, but as soon as she dropped her name yeah. and, and I mean, that could have just whole, been coincidence, but you don't yeah, know. you don't know. But like, at the beginning of the process, like, talking about what we've, we've been talking about right now, like, by being too busy and by being short-sighted, closed-minded and not thinking, well, this is obviously happening for a reason or whatever, like, by, you are do you can do things to set other people up to fail as well as yourself. So just try and be understanding, empathetic, compassionate, open-minded, longer-sighted. I think, why is this happening? Why do people want to do this? And I know it's kind of really gone a little bit off topic, but it's all linked together, isn't it? it is. like, it's all failure, yeah. You can fail. <laughs> you can set yourself up to fail. You can set other people up to fail by not helping them or doing what they want to do and not think about why do they want to do things that way. Yeah. And it's, there's, it's just keep... I don't know, it's keeping on trying, keeping on trucking on, keeping on, keeping on. Keeping on, keeping on. But that was interesting, so, because we did a bit of self-reflection, which we do a lot of. I mean, we, like, like we said on the previous podcast, we, we try to take responsibility first and, and you know, we, we can get into a bit of a slanging match and get a bit annoyed and have a moan, but we do try and look inwards first. You do tend to set the world to rights at half seven in the morning. Yeah, up with it, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But... What we were saying is, it's fine to reject a CV. No, sorry, it's not fine to reject a CV because how can you? Because obviously you're, when you think of the words, body language, tone triangle, which I love, our business coach told us about this years ago, where it's 7% influence words, 38 tone and 55% body language. And if you think about that, when you just send an email, you've basically got hardly any influence over someone. And that's a CV, isn't it? Because it's just words. And it all depends on your filter, what you're looking for, what your expectations are, whether you like it or not. But you should at least be open to having a conversation. Whereas if you then speak to someone or see them and you still don't like them then that's fine and we have pushed back on that haven't we in the, in the yeah, past yeah. and we regretted that we and that was your point right, the other day yeah that's yeah. not the right thing to do if you're not feeling looking at a written it, document yeah. and dismissing someone off that who's not being paid you're not employing them to write yeah, a document a for you <laughs> yeah you are being a dick like and, and dismissing them off that, that and then when we've spoken to them and gone Listen, we spoke to people, and then, yeah, the CV's not amazing, but, oh, my God, they're so good over the phone. To just still then dismiss them is very dickish. Dickish. But if you interview them and go, do you know what, I'm not feeling it, that's fine, and we shouldn't push back on that because we wouldn't hire someone that we no. weren't feeling it, and we would get annoyed if someone pushed back. Yeah. But when you were speaking then, it really reminded me to our favourite analogy. <gasps> we always want to relate recruitment and to business to dating. dating. <laughs> and so you... On any kind of dating profile, I mean, I'm not doing it for a while, so f- forgive me if there is one out there like this, but 
they're not just written profiles. No. You don't make a decision. Yeah, on, there are lots of different pictures and hopefully people use a range so you can see the what they like to do and what kind of person they might be. But you don't just decide to have a relationship with someone based on a written profile on a dating site. There's pictures, then you chat on the function, which potentially could be a bit like an interview equivalent. You might speak to them over the phone before you then go on a first date. Mm. And then on the first date, you think, do you know what? I'm not feeling the vibe. I won't I won't see them again. That's fine. But then you find meet them and go, oh my God, I'm so glad I came. Yeah. And you have a second date and then maybe one day you get married. And oh, blah, blah, blah. And that's and amazing. The same thing in any other situation, whether it's recruitment or whether it's business, whether you're hiring um, or it's just networking. You know, you don't just make decisions of written things. Definitely We've really not. gone off piece. We've no. gone from failure to recruitment. No, but it is. But it's all about that though, isn't it? Because yeah. what, and, and I suppose another thing that we say is that if you, if you do kind of, stop this situation from blossoming because of a CV or because of a really short telephone call and you're basing it all on that and not giving this person a chance, you could then fail at, f- at hiring the right person because this person could be right for you. They might not be great at writing a CV and they might be having a really shit day at that point when you did the telephone call with them. And then if you're not prepared to bring them to a face-to-face or something like that, if you stop it before giving someone a chance and being fluid and flexible, yeah. you could miss out. And this has happened before when we were internal and obviously, because when we recruit now, we recruit on behalf of our clients so we're not, we're not, we're not there, yeah. are we? Whereas when we were internal, obviously when we recruit and they come into the Manchester office, we would actually sit with them and there's been a lot of people who've had to push back on and then the hiring managers within that particular sector of the business were like, no, no, no. And then we're like, no, come on, we know that they're right. And then they've hired them. Now, if we had just dropped back and not given feedback and not been like, no, then they would not have had that hire and that yeah. those hires were right for them. Like, yeah. So it's, it's mad, yeah. isn't it? It is weird. Like, we, we talk about rejecting people off a CV. We've still to this day never seen Evie Scantleberry's CV. Where is her CV? And she's been <laughs> with us nearly four years. She's our longest standing fresh. four years? It's four years in October. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. So she's our longest standing first-born freshie. We never saw her CV. We took a chance on her. We talked to her. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Take a chance Take a chance on the first in line honey i'm still free <laughs> take, take a, a chance, chance on me if you need me let me know <laughs> gonna be <all laughs> I don't know right. the words. if you got no place, place to go, go are you feeling down <laughs> oh my god very are they the right words i think so it. well we'll go with it <laughs> we will go with it and then recently um with a client rejected a candidate um, for a variety of reasons, um, before even meeting with them, and then he met them, offered them, and now now they're starting. I really want to say who that is. Don't, don't say it. No, I'm not going to say it. You mouth it to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 oh naughty, naughty ladies. <laughs> Love being passive aggressive. But yeah, so and it happens quite a lot actually. And then so if we if we just been passive if we'd not been open-minded longer sighted persistent uh un- understanding, <laughs> little bit aggressive we would have allowed that client to fail yeah and you know because we're not because we're assholes we were like no we're not standing for this you were wrong or we are right <laughs> and, <laughs> and if everyone knew that then that'd be fine <laughs> no we need to get it printed somewhere yeah we um, can have that on the wall stack our current we're not values. always right but you know yeah. we do sometimes fail but it's okay sometimes because we try everything we try and do and we know we don't like using that word at fresh but everything we do is 
comes from a positive and good place. It's never because we're just trying to be ourselves. Sometimes we accidentally end up like that, but we don't mean it. We're trying to do good. We're trying to do good things for the right reasons to get a positive result for our customers, our friends, our family, each other, whoever it is, whatever the situation is, it always comes from a good place. Yeah, most people are trying their best, aren't they? So just let them fucking try their best. Yeah, and you might get it wrong, but so what? So what? Yeah, Yeah, that is a great place to end it on. It is. Most people, yeah. (laughs) That was meant to be a mic drum, not really sure, not what, sure what that was. Yeah. It was more like the golden buzzer off the... Britain's got to <laughs> golden buzzer! <laughs> yeah, but hopefully this has helped you. Hopefully it's, it's giving you a bit of information about us and I suppose where we're coming from a recruitment perspective. But hopefully it's opened your eyes up to failure and that it is all right to fail. Do you know what else I've learned yes. from this podcast today? That I need to go and learn some ABBA songs. Yeah, I mean, but they might not come up again, so it's all right. You, you might sing a song that I don't know the words, and then I will have failed, but that's all right. Okay. Yeah. Very good. There we go. Bye. <laughs> Please follow, follow us. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are creepy, and we will find you in Balaclavas and eat you. <laughs>